It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound mm, Kitchen. Yummy. And Susan Owens is cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 1st of July, the 182nd day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 183 days left in 2023 to do something liberating, just like Ghana, Somalia, Rwanda, and Burundi did. On this day in 1960, Ghana became a republic with Kwame Nkrumah as its first president. And Somalia became a republic too with Aden Abdullah Osman Dar as its first president. In 1962, it was Rwanda and Burundi's turn for independence. The first president of Rwanda was Gregor Kayibanda. And the first president of Burundi was Michel Mikombero. Happy Independence Day! On this day in 1949, the princely rule of the Cochin royal family in what is now a Kerala state in India came to an end. With independence from Britain, the territory was incorporated into the Indian Union. And today is Doctor's Day in India. Hello to my honored elder sister, Dr. Himalata Nomula. And it's also the first day of Van Mahotsav, a week-long tree planting festival. That sounds cool. Who amongst you are out there planting trees? Today is Children's Day in Pakistan. Happy day, children, especially to the students of my brother Salim Akhtar and his wife, a husband and wife teaching duo in District Chinio. And oh my goodness, on this day in 1979, Sony introduced the Walkman. I think I still have mine. Remember that, baby brother? Did you have a Walkman? Well, yes, I did. I had one briefly, very briefly. It went wrong and the guarantee had gone. I took it in to try and get it fixed. They said it's going to be really expensive. Not worth it, mate. Not worth it, mate. And so I didn't get it fixed. And... No, it never came back. I never bought another one and waited and waited. Mm -hmm. iPods and things like that came out later. Oh, voila, voila, voila. I guess you've figured out baby brother, also known as Paul Myers, is here in the studio next to me, ready to mix in your delicious sound kitchen ingredients. Your answers to the bonus question on the listener's corner. Say hello properly, baby brother. Hello, big sister. And hello, of course, to everyone out there in the sound kitchen world. Erwan Rome is with us, too. He's behind the glass window in the control room riding the soundboard. And he has a nice dessert lined up for us on music from Erwan. Olia Horton has her happy moment ready for us, too. So don't touch that dial. This is the sound kitchen, where you never know what you will be served. Are you ready? I do hope so. And so do I, cuz... It's time to get that quiz out of the oven. On the 
23rd of June, I asked you a question about the Roland Garros tennis tournament, where our very own Paul Myers was reporting on the matches. In his article, Roland Garros, Five Things We Learned on Day Two, Alcaraz Express, he recounted the match between Stan Wawrinka and Albert Roma Savinolas. And you were to answer these two questions. How long was the match and who won? Paul, want to quote yourself? What's the answer? <laughs> Always happy to quote myself. <laughs> Very erudite. While Carlos Alcaraz was displaying cultish exuberance at the start of his straight sets sortie against Flavio Coboli, Stan Wawrinka was coming to the end of his old warhorse extravaganza. The 38-year-old Swiss muscled his way into a two-set lead against Albert Ramos Vinolas, but the Spaniard fought back to force a decider, which Wawrinka won. It all took four hours and 35 minutes. I think it was special today again to be here at Roland Garros, said Vravinka, who beat Novak Djokovic in the 2015 final. There was a lot of support, a lot of fans. It helped me to stay in the match and to keep fighting for it. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question. How do you like to celebrate your birthday? This poser was suggested by Radhakrishna Pillai. You'll hear the answers later in the listener's corner, so please stay with us. The winners of this week's quiz are... Priyanka Paul, the president of the RFI Women's Club in Murshidabad, India. Priyanka is also the winner of this week's bonus question. She wrote, I like to celebrate my birthday with my family members and friends. Nowadays, there are often birthday parties in restaurants, but I like to celebrate at home with some delicious homemade recipes. For Bengalis, the most common birthday dish is pious, made with kamini bog rice, milk, sugar, kaju, kismis, and ghee. A cake is usually a part of birthday feasts, too. Rice, dal, fried potato, fish or chicken curry, and rosogola are my favorites for my birthday meal. Before lunch, there are common rituals. The elders of the family pray for you and spread derva grass with paddy seeds on your head. A mustard oil lamp burns and the conch is played. I love our traditional Bengali birthdays. Well, Priyanka, may you celebrate many and congratulations. Also on the list of winners this week are Almogir Hosen, who's a member of the Shetu RFI Listeners Club in Naugaon, Bangladesh, and RFI Listeners Club members Father Stephen Wara, who lives in the Cistercian Abbey in Bamenda, Cameroon. Bonjour, très cher père. And Samir Mukopadhai from West Bengal, India. Hello, Sristi. Last but assuredly not least, there's RFI English listener Mobashera Mumi from Bogora, Bangladesh. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. I've got a girl power question for you today. This past Monday, Frenchwoman Sophie Laveau became the first French person to have reached the summit of all 14 of the world's peaks over 8,000 meters. Now that's some elevating news. 
It took her 11 years to achieve her goal of reaching the summit of those 14 mountains, which to me seems pretty fast. Go, Sophie! Here's your question. What is the first mountain Sophie Laveau climbed in her 14 mountain quest and in which year? Reread our article, Sophie Laveau becomes first French person to climb world's highest peaks and send in the answer to these two questions. Which over 8,000 meter mountain did Sophie Laveau climb and in which year? Again, reread our article, Sophie Laveau becomes first French person to climb world's highest peaks and answer me this. What is the name of the first over 8,000 meter mountain Sophie Laveau climbed and in which year did she climb it? You'll find our article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Baby brother, what's this week's bonus question? Well, let's stay with our birthday theme. Razia Khalid from the RFI Seven Stars Radio Listeners Club in District Chinyot, Pakistan, suggested this question. What gift would you most like to receive on your birthday? That beautiful shawl that you've been eyeing up? A new phone? A week off from cooking duties? Again, the bonus question for this week is, what gift would you most like to receive on your birthday? Thanks, Razia, for the suggestion. And remember, we're happy to hear your ideas for bonus questions, so do please send them in. Baby brother, how's about you? Big hugs from my wife, my three children. That strikes me as the, the best one. Yeah, yeah. Hugs. Hugs from the family. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> that's, oh. that's what I'd like. Paul, that's, what I, that's what I do get, and that's oh. what I like. Paul, you're so sweet. <laughs> For me, it's hard to say since it's month, months away, and I'm not as sweet as baby brother, because I like real physical presence and usually, well, always books. One year, Xavier, my husband, forgot my birthday was just a week away, and that worked out really well. He felt so badly. He took me to lunch at a three-star restaurant and gave me not one, not two, but five books. <laughs> what about you? You have until the 14th of August to get your answers to the quiz and the bonus question in. Be sure to tune in on the 19th of August to hear if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a ms, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service.fr at rfi.fr You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone Dial plus 336-3112-9682 That's plus 336-3112-9682 Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number 
Hey. 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 This is the Sound Kitchen. And now more from and about you. It's time for the listener's corner. Take it away, my dear baby brother. The question you answered for this week is how do you like to celebrate your birthday? Malik Ala Bashaya Kokar wrote, I love to give a party with lots of cake for all. Dipita Chakrabarti agrees. She wrote, Having a sweet tooth, I like to celebrate my birthday by eating and sharing the special birthday cake with one and all. Karuna Kantapal wrote, I celebrate my birthday with great happiness and joy. Moreover, the blessings and wishes that I receive on my birthday are very precious to me. My mother, wife and son make sure my birthdays are special and memorable and full of surprises. Shahanaj Parvin Sati likes to celebrate with her friends, especially her childhood friends, she writes, and also with her family. Radhakrishna Pillai agrees. He wrote, On my birthday, I like to enjoy my favourite food with family members and spend time with loved ones, both family and friends. Shahanoaz Parvin Ripa wrote, I want my birthday party to be celebrated with full happiness. All my friends and relatives must attend. And the English service at RFI must be there too, virtually. That sounds very intelligent to me. It does to me too. And Shahanoz seems as if we have our orders. Father Steve is expecting us all too. He wrote, according to Thomas Aquinas' Arithmetic of Human Nature, man is body and soul. So I would definitely wish to celebrate by like principle, first the spiritual or soul dimension, by taking a little time off for reflection and prayer, especially of thanksgiving, and then the human dimension, that is, body. There should be plenty of food and drink, for sure, not forgetting the cake to cut and the champagne for toasts. Susie, little brother Paul Myers, and the RFI Sound Kitchen family all hold yourselves ready and wait for your special invitations come next April 12th. Looks like we better get our tickets, baby brother. Yeah, get our minds and bodies ready. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. I will try to get everything ready. Sazdur Raman wrote, Every person's birthday is a happy day when everyone wants to rejoice. When a child is born, the child's parents are very happy, as are relatives and friends. When a child learns to understand that he has a birthday, he wants to celebrate this day in a joyful atmosphere. Although my birthday is a happy day for me, I don't really like to celebrate it. But I think that if you want to celebrate your birthday, you must celebrate it with everyone. We'll close with an adventurer in the shape of Jayanta Chakrabarti. He wrote, A birthday comes but once a year. And I like to celebrate this special day with my family and close friends in a new and exciting place. Either at a sea resort in Goa, a hill station in the Himalayas, or in a desert camp in Rajasthan. There's so much fun and excitement. Mm, the desert camp in Rajasthan. Sounds Spartan to me. Remember, everyone, this week's bonus question is, what gift would you most like to receive on your birthday? 
Do you have a bonus question idea? If so, send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks, everyone, for participating. And a special thanks to baby brother Paul Myers for hanging out in the kitchen with us. Big sister, it's been a pleasure as always. You want to tell everyone where you'll be for the next two weeks, Paul? <laughs> I will be away. I'll be covering the tennis at Wimbledon. I have to say, this is going to be quite a nostalgic trip for me because I don't think you knew this, but uh, the Wimbledon News is where I started my career wow. as a journalist a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> so I'll be going over my old stomping grounds, up and down the old high street, up to Wimbledon Village, walking around the common, trying to sniff out the stories that I used to sniff out when I was but a lad. Before, uh, before the grey hairs, before the back pains, and, be, be, before RFI, be, before, <laughs> before the dark times. Uh, exactly. Oh, voila. Oh, that is so cool. Okay, so Paul is going to send us reports from Wimbledon the next two weeks, just like on, just like you used to do and when we had... Radio. Real radio. <laughs> radio, radio. So be sure you tune in for the next two weeks to hear Paul's live updates from Wimbledon. Yep, the All England Lawn Tennis Club, to be precise. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, do, do ladies wear big, huge hats there? No, because that will get in the way of other people watching yeah. the tennis. Yeah, but it's it would. But it would yeah, but it would watching the horses run, too. Yeah, but I suppose pay, perhaps they're up in special enclosures the ladies with the huge hats yeah oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah, okay probably, yeah. they're probably not yeah. watching anyway what's going <laughs> on right like, i think the champagne being <laughs> sipped possibly yeah. i am erwan rom and i'm happy to be with you every week and now it's time to get happy with ms olia horton Just take a pinch of inspiration, a bunch of good vibes, a drop of creativity, and sprinkle it with sunshine. And there you have the perfect recipe for a happy moment. Hello, Sound Kitchen listeners. Olia Horton from the RFI English team. I hope you are well. This month's happy moment is all about music, and you know how much I love music. Every year, France goes crazy when the month of June rolls round. The air is buzzing with the end of school term and the promise of holidays around the corner. There's usually a bunch of lovely sunny days and thanks to the solstice, it doesn't get dark until after 10pm. One of the most popular events in France is the Fête de la Musique, or the Music Festival, which occurs every year on the 21st of June. It began as a casual street party with open-air jam sessions back in 1982, initiated by then-culture minister Jack Lang. It has now been morphed into quite a big affair, with every city, town and village setting up their own events. It even exists in a dozen other countries now. The idea is to promote the making of music, encouraging amateur musicians to demonstrate their talents, as well as exposing audiences to different types of music from around the globe. You literally can't miss it, from the local school putting on their end-of-year show to the bars and the galleries and the parks. It's all great fun, although sometimes a little bit noisy. I especially love the relaxed atmosphere in smaller towns and suburbs where families turn out to eat sausage sandwiches and groove to whatever the gig is on the stage. 
Britney folk music, African drums, electro, rock, you name it. From classical to jazz and everything in between, there's something for everyone and this cultural mix makes me happy. One of the other events in June is the Fête de Saint-Jean, the St. John's Bonfire Festival, which is also accompanied by live music and fun activities for the whole family. This year, my local town decided to put on a tropical theme featuring live Caribbean music and delicious cuisine. This drew, of course, big crowds and the weather was fabulous. In fact, it was so hot, it really felt like we were in the tropics. One of the reasons these kinds of events makes me happy is the fact that they take place outdoors, combining a pleasant setting and entertainment. And it brings back fond memories of when I was a kid going to open-air concerts in Australia, where we would catch up with friends, have picnics, run around barefoot on the grass. Mm, Don't you just love a bit of nostalgia sometimes? What about you? Do you have a happy moment to share with fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? Don't be shy. You can send them to the Sound Kitchen or get in touch through Facebook. You can leave a message on the Sound Kitchen answering machine, or you can go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, rfienglish.com. When you record, just make sure you hide under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all from me this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Olya Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. Thank you, Olya. You can hear Olya's happy moment on the first Saturday of every month. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and his mixing mastery, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure and tune in next week for the answer to the question about French President Emmanuel Macron and the French D-Day soldier. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's also a musician. This week, Erwan chose a piece by the grandfather of rap and hip-hop, the American jazz poet, singer, and musician Gil Scott Heron. Scott Heron fused jazz, blues, and soul with lyrics reflecting the political and social issues in the U.S. in the 1970s, particularly those affecting black Americans. The piece Erwan chose for us, the satirical poem, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised, is spoken over a jazz soul beat. It's one of his most acclaimed pieces. In fact, it was ranked 258 in Rolling Stone's 2021 Top 500 Best Songs of All Time. As all music critic John Bush wrote, Gil Scott Heron's aggressive, no-nonsense street poetry inspired a legion of intelligent rappers, while his engaging songwriting skills placed him square in the R&B charts later in his career. Still need convincing? In 2021, Scott Heron was included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a recipient of the Early Influence Award. He also received a posthumous Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2012. He died in 2011. So let's hear this trailblazing work. Gil Scott Heron's The Revolution Will Not Be Televised from his 1971 album, Pieces of a Man, 
all of which, as Erwan notes, is a masterpiece. Thanks, Erwan, for another musical adventure. Talk to you all next week. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Key, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coat. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.